How are you, ma'am? Oh, not too bad. What are you doing? Oh, uh, just doing this. Getting ready to actually head out to Nationals tomorrow to Denver for curling. Curling Nationals. So, yeah. You know what? I, I was, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to ask you uh, where your passion from curling came from. Like, I was reading up on it, and uh, I didn't realize that after you played in the NFL, you went straight to curling. Billy, did you know this about Jared Allen, who's uh, a finalist for the Hall of Fame? We'll find out Thursday. We'll talk about that with him in just a second. But he's in the curling big time, man. Well, I'm confused, Jared. So, like, it's possible that you could get – in, introduced or it could be announced that you'll get into the Hall of Fame this week and you're going to have to say I'm too busy curling right now I won't be able ah, to make it I'll just put it this way I will be in Denver curling yes okay <laughs> what if you miss the call though I mean what happens uh, no comment wait hold on a second so Jer- Jerome Baker retired I think right so he doesn't go around and like tap you on the shoulder or jump out of a bush anymore to tell you you got into the Hall of Fame but if he did would he have to like go down and like curl next to you on the ice and be like, Hey, I'm, I'm, not, put, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting life on hold waiting for them to get back to me. So I'll, uh, I'll be out in Denver curling. <laughs> I could just pick- see Jerome Baker sliding yeah. down the ice yes. and Jared Allen sweeping him right into the yeah. right spot. Tell <laughs> yeah. him, you got the hall of fame. <laughs> Where'd your passion for curling come from? How did that happen? Uh, I took a bet, man. I took a bet from a buddy to see if I could make the Olympics and, uh, chose curling and then just like anything else uh once i do it i want to be the best at it and uh, i go all in so uh, that's what happened so went down the rabbit hole and uh, i'm still chasing that dream what is the bet like what like if you if you do it what does he owe you financial sum yeah i okay. mean if he okay. did, I mean, really just you know it was a made-up financial sum that he threw out there i was like <laughs> done uh but the, the real winner is just the look of his face when i make when right. i make the olympics and uh, him having to eat crow and tell me that I'm worthy and having to sit there and realize that he's not. (laughs) So if you had to choose just one hall of fame to get into the football hall of fame or the curling hall of fame, which one would you choose? Gosh, I think curling, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I already know where I stand. My stats are, they are in football. You know, if I can accomplish more elusive club, yeah. If I can climb a new mountain, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> Billy, how many <laughs> NFL Hall of Famers do we know? We don't know anyone in the Curling Hall of Fame. I mean, That's what I'm saying. That. I don't even know. Right. Does it exist? I don't know. It's got her somewhere. <laughs> Wait, this thing meant everything. Baselli's a friend of mine. It meant, it meant everything for Tony Baselli to get into the Football Hall of Fame. And it seems like, eh, you're okay with it. You know, as long as you got curling. I gotta be honest. My life doesn't revolve around it. You know what I mean? Um, right. The other day, my 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 stats are what my stats are. You know what? I played this game for the respect of the you know my peers that played before me, and the respect of the guy my the guys I competed against. Um, and I can honestly say that you know I've earned the respect of the guys that played before me. And I you know there's not one person that's going to walk off that field and didn't know that they weren't in for a battle every time we faced each other. So. You know, I'm I'm good. You know, do I need a gold jacket, green jacket? You know, it's the words of Happy Gilmore, right? Gold jacket, green jacket. Who gives a? Um, <laughs> it, no, it, it's it's a fantastic honor. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's 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 one of the highest honors, the highest individual honor you could achieve. I mean, I'd be lying to say that I didn't want to be in the Hall of Fame, um, but it's not going to define me. It's not going to make me. It's not going to make my career any better. It's not going to make my career any less. Um, it's not going to make my mom, my wife love me anymore. My kids love me anymore. You know what I mean? It just, it is what it is. At the end of the day, you're going to go back to life. Uh, my life doesn't revolve around football. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it, it's a, it's a great accolade. It's a great, you know, 
be able to achieve it. But, you know, if I never do achieve it, I'm not going to consider myself a failure by my, you know, by any standards. So it is what it is. I think this is going to blow Billy's mind and probably Mikey A's mind. How the hell did you convince? How, why explain Mark Bulger being on your on your curling team? Oh, I, you, uh, <laughs> yeah, when I first put it together, I was like, I just had some buddies out here in Nashville, and I was like, hey, you want to curl? So Mark actually built a curling facility out here that we practice at. So my team is no longer, you know, Roos, Bulger, and uh, Bullock. Uh you know, it's a different team now. They don't, they don't, none of them are curling competitively anymore. But Mark actually built a curling facility out here, uh, T-Line Curling, that we practice at. Fantastic. So he's still a part of the team, even though he's not. Uh, but, yeah, I just asked him. I was like, hey, y'all want to try to make the Olympics and curl? And they're like, yep, let's do it. Um, found out it's harder than you think. But, um, you know, like I said, I'm, 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 you know, attrition has never been my problem. I am uh, I'm, I'm in that rabbit hole, and I am, I'm willing to go down it. <laughs> So I have found that there is a World Curling Federation Hall of Fame. I don't know that there's an actual building. You do get presented with a medal should you make it into the Hall of Fame. Uh, and there's an online application where you'd be nominated. So we could nominate you for the Hall of Fame if you would like. Uh, why not? I mean, I, yeah. I feel like I got to do some more damage, right? Yeah. Right. You guys want to hear an interesting thing. I actually have a silver medal at nationals for i am a i am a second place national curler uh, uh what was it like four years ago i, I played on uh, rich runin's team i was an alternate um and i didn't realize they actually gave alternates medals and they finished second at nationals and i have a silver medal so i was i was a runner-up national that's so yeah. awesome we're gonna nominate you jared i'm telling you so but we go in together okay if we nominate you it. we yeah, yes we go in done together done. Okay. uh but yeah curly curly's been great man the, the sport is fantastic the people are fantastic everybody's kind welcoming and there's there's a there's a skill level too i liken it to like the short your short game of golf right it, there's a finesse to it and then you know from the strategy standpoint it's like chess and so here you're, you're trying to you're trying to manipulate these 40 pound rocks down the sheet of ice you know into a game of literally centimeters and inches based on angles and um and and not and for a guy like me not to let my emotions get the best of me it definitely brings you to a different different level of uh, of uh, conscious space if you're trying to be an athlete and right on ice. And uh, so it, it's been a fun challenge. It's definitely um, it's definitely something I enjoy, and uh, we will see where it goes. What size are curlers in comparison to you? Like, are you the largest curler? Yes, yes, by 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 margins a lot of time. <laughs> uh, <but> a hindrance? <laughs> What's that? Is it a hindrance to be the largest curler? It can be like from a sweeping standpoint, like like obviously by sheer physics and mass, I'm able to get a lot of pressure on the broom. But at the same time, it's also harder for me to get my feet back. Like you know what I mean? Like hmm. that kind of stuff is a little is a little tougher. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm sure sure having a more compact body allows you to you know be a little more stable on the ice. I still fall quite often, so if you ever want a good laugh, there's a chance I'll fall pretty much at every event. <laughs> Wait, is there video of you falling while curling? I need to look at it. Oh, guaranteed, guaranteed. That's not it. <laughs> I rolled Billy. my ankle just just last week. We were in Phoenix at a tournament, and I went in the sweep, and I caught my gripper, and I rolled my ankle, and dang near fell. And my wife was just shaking her head, like, "What is wrong with you?" I thought you were an athlete. <laughs> Why didn't you just take up golf or something? Like curling, seems he like plays it's a golf. Lot. Yeah, well, it was so my I had the original bet was for me to make a PGA Tour event um, through golf three years after I retired. And I was playing in the Tahoe tournament one year and I was just playing like garbage. And my buddy was like, you have no chance at winning this bet. <laughs> and so having some beers around the fire one night, we were like, uh, first of all, you know, I, don't know, I just started watching Eddie the Eagle. And I was like, 
dude, I guarantee I can make the Olympics though. I was like, all I got to do is find out what we're not good at and just, you know, ah. go for it. Right. Uh, at the time we had all, you know, I, I did this before, you know, Schuster won the gold. Uh, we had already, we already had plans in motion. And so at the time we had won like a bronze years ago. And uh, I was like, throwing that sounds like a great, great deal. It says right on there. Like the winners have to buy the losers beer. I'm like, either way, I'm going to have a good time. Um, and here we are. <laughs> Where's the sport been my whole life? I mean, right? That's, that's what I'm you're sorry. thinking, Alan, right? I'm like, how, why did I ever play football? Like, ridiculous. <laughs> Jared Allen with us. He's a finalist for the Hall of Fame. We'll find out Thursday. We might find out before he does because he'll be curly. Yeah. So, uh, hey, we'll let you know. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. You just, you know, shoot me a text, yo. <laughs> <laughs> if you make it to the Hall of Fame. I'm wondering. Like, what would you do if the roughing the passer rules of today were the same as when you played? You would snap so quickly, Alan, I imagine. I'd be honest, I'd probably walk out the field and quit. Um, (laughs) It is is getting ridiculous. I mean, just in general, I mean, come on. Um, You know, I I don't even know. It's hard to even explain it because you just shake your head at times and you're just like, oh, my goodness. Um, And so I I think you need to figure that out. I, I really do think the league needs to start having these refs and training the refs on intent, right? Like, you know, you the quarterbacks have a helmet on for a reason too. You know, they have shoulder pads on. You know, dude, they're making three times as much as most players. They can they can assume some more risk. Um, you know, because you know, you got guys trying to bat a ball and their hand accidentally touches the face mask and that's 15 yards. And those are penalties that change drives, right? Those are penalties that that usually you're gonna end up scoring on. Um and it just it's just it it changes the game. It doesn't allow guys to play free and aggressive to the quarterback. Um, and, and in this league, you know, you have to have a D line that can rush. It's the only way to neutralize a, a, as a quarterback. Um, and when you start taking that away, I, I mean, I still look at that that one again, you know, with Chris Jones uh, on Monday Ooh. night this year. Yeah. I mean, goodness gracious, I, I don't even know. And technically, they should have thrown a flag on him because he had the ball. They right. should have thrown a flag on the quarterback, right? Too yeah. tackling too hard. Um, it just, You're disgusted, Jared Allen. You really I mean, are. Look at that look on your face. I don't face. know how to describe it. Like, people have asked me that, and I just shake my head, and I'm just like, oh, like it's just, it just sucks because that's not the game we enjoyed playing. You know, I mean, you, I mean, I'm all for player safety, but at some point, you're, the integrity of the game has to stand up, and, and we all, you all realize we play a violent sport. We all realize that there is risk. Um, and when you start getting into those calls of like how people, you know, he didn't tackle them properly, like get out of here. Like that's, you know, it's a bit, it's a bit much. And, you know, and just say what it is. You're, you're just trying to, you know, get, you know, make sure guys don't separate quarterback shoulders because all the money rides on, you know, faces of the league, like the quarterbacks. So um, sure. that's the part they hide behind player safety when it's like, all you want is more marketable people. <laughs> What do you remember? You were part of an infamous play, okay? And so I'm wondering, what do you remember most about the Dan Orlovsky play where he stepped out of the end zone? Oh, uh, dude, just, I think it was I'm laughing, right? Well, first of all, I didn't get the reward. <laughs> you were chasing him down. <laughs> yeah, he had a really good pass rush. I didn't get the reward of hitting him, so that sucked. Uh, actually, I always tell people that the funniest part about that was, you know, Kevin Williams, I think, had four sacks that game. And, you know, he had jumped out to an early, I think he had like six sacks. And I maybe had like two or three at the time. And I'm just like, there's no way I'm letting a D tackle beat me in sacks. Like, I'm just not not allowing this. Uh, and uh, so we were in a tight competition going forward. And, and, you know, so I was laughing because he was, he was, I knew, I knew he was going to be pissed off that I got a freebie, so to speak, out the back of the end zone. And uh, I, I actually, I didn't, in my mind, I couldn't believe it. I was like, 
wait, did dude really just run out of the back of the end zone? And the best part about it was, is he didn't even realize he just still eyes downfield, right? <laughs> I love that he didn't realize that you stopped pursuing him and you were just laughing. <laughs> oh, cracking up. I was like, this is fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> Do you remind him of it every time you see him? <laughs> you know what, Dan is like the first time I met Dan after that happened, too. He came up to me, was like, man, huge fan, or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he makes fun of himself. And I think that's what makes it so funny, too. Is that like he totally owns it, and he's you know parlayed that into a fantastic uh, you know analytic career on uh, with the I think he's with ESPN now. Um, but yeah, I mean, and so he owns. It. I think there's a he, usually when his face is on TV, I'll get a text like, "Hey, did you know you're in a picture of Dan Orlovsky in the back of him?" And so, so yeah, I got to give the guy credit. He owns it, and I and I think it's I think it's all you know, it makes it even more more fun that he's just like, "Yep, it happened." <laughs> Jared, if I give you six months right now, not that you would because you're curly, okay? But if I give you six months to prepare, could you play an entire NFL season? And if so, how many sacks? Oh, six months? Yeah. Right, probably a year. No, um, no. A it's, year? That would be tough. See, I have a uh, – I ruptured my L5 twice my last two years. So my last – I got Chicago, ruptured it, and Carolina ruptured it. I just found out I'm going to have to have a shoulder replacement at some point. So – Short answer is probably no. Uh, healthy, like if I had all my surgeries and I, I was healthy, I think I still got one 10 sack year left in me. I, I, you know, as long as I could, uh, as long as I could train properly. Uh, but the, the NFL season is long. It's the grind. You know, Sundays were never the issue for me. I knew I was going to retire because I just, I just didn't have, I didn't have it in me anymore to train to stay at the level that I needed to. Um, and then, you know, when injuries start piling up. You just kind of like, yeah, but yeah, you know, Take the shoulder injury away. I, I probably got one more 10 sack season in me. And then, but if I went out there like right now, I'd, I would literally blow a hamstring. I would blow an Achilles tendon. <laughs> Everything would fall off. <laughs> Everything. So this, this is kind of out of nowhere, but I read this about you and I'm wondering if it's true. Did you actually propose in the back of a pickup truck and then go hunting immediately after? Uh, I did. Yeah. My wife came with me hunting, but yeah. Oh, okay. I, good. Not okay. A bad, I was, we were driving to deer camp when I proposed. Yeah. Right. Mm. That's how you know you have your soulmate right there, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Were, you guys, were you covered in like deer piss at the time, like and all no, that? that you no, I, I I made it a life decision, a decision a long time ago in my life. I wasn't going to cover myself with other people or animal piss. I was just oh. like, hey, I'm just going to not. I'm going to be the guy that doesn't put urine on them. Right. Uh, and so uh, that, that for everybody. Yes. You know what? Some people might like that. I just decided a long time ago I'm going to keep urine off of me. Mm. Uh, Jared, I, I I imagine like 20 years from now, people are going to say, what hurts most on your body? Like, I, I you're going to be the rare football player that says my body hurts more from curling yeah. than it does from playing in the NFL. <laughs> it does. Actually, sweeping, like when you're sweeping for an entire weekend, like, well, I got an entire week, I got to sweep this. You don't realize, you're just like, oh, you can't move. Like, atrophy sets in after a couple weeks. You're just, ah, rigor mortis. Um, yeah, I'm hoping, maybe that's, maybe that's why my shoulders hurt from sweeping, not from football. Uh, will we it, it, when in Nashville? Will we ever find Jared Allen on one of those group bikes that just drive around oh. town partying their asses off? No, no, no. I hate no. those things, man. Yeah, I don't really like people, so you know what I mean. So it's not like <laughs> that would never require me to be around people. They're the worst. 
<laughs> Some of them cover themselves in piss, Jared. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, why do I hang out with those people? Wait, it just dawned on me that Hall of Fame weekend being in Shrine would be a hassle, Jared Allen. Yeah. Like, it, 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 really, it really would be. Like, the dog and pony show, I can skip it. I'm over it. <laughs> just give me my jacket. Everyone get the hell out of here. Shoot me a text. Say what's up. And, you know, let's let's. let's go. Because think about it. think about all the all the all like any time you've had an award for anything or you have to go to an event, there's only a handful of people you actually want to hang out with, anyways. Right. And so you're forced to hang out with a bunch of people that you don't know and don't really care to hang out with. So I'm like, you know, let's just uh, you know that's why I, I give the Vikings credit. The Ring of Honor was was great because they allowed me to invite who I wanted to invite, and I got to hang out with who I wanted to hang right. out. Who with. you wanted to hang out? <laughs> no, nope, right? no one was there. Just you. Back right, you home. invited four people, Alan. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah. who's the athlete you tried to recruit for curling that said no? Like Randy Moss? Like, was there anyone? No, no one said no. Um, I actually, I, I tried to recruit Peanut Dillman at first to play badminton with, because that was my original goal to be a badminton player. Wait. But then, <laughs> and, then he joined, and then he joined the FBI, so I was like, well, I guess he's out. Um, <laughs> So then I asked Bolger to be a badminton player with me, and we watched a couple of videos of badminton. I was like, "Whoa, that's that's aggressive. Let's go to curl. That's definitely going to curl. Well, have you tried pickleball? Pickleball is like the new thing that everybody's trying. I have. You know why? Because like, I, when things get trendy, I tend not to like them. Yeah. Right. Yes. I'm sure I would love pickleball, but out of sheer like just Principle. the fact that everybody's like, oh, pickleball. I'm like, no, nah, I don't like it. I, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. Plus. Plus, there's some human interaction involved with pickleball. Yeah. That you know, yeah, right. Yeah. Then you have like you have to have friends, and you're like, well, right. that's aggressive. You know, like oh, you have to have. Friends. Are you are you like this like with pop like general like TV shows, movies, stuff like that? Because like I'm similar. Like I've never seen Breaking Bad. Don't think I ever will, just because everybody watched Breaking Bad. I'm like, I don't think it's for me. I tried to get into Breaking Bad. It fizzled out for me. Mm. Game of Thrones. My wife and I watched the first episode. I was like, can't do it. Uh, I just couldn't get into Game of Thrones. And you know which one, actually, I've watched several episodes, and we tried, my wife and I tried two separate times to get into everybody talked about was Ozarks. Mm. And I'm like, like, I get it. You're you're in the Ozarks, and you're laundering money. Where's Where are we going with this? <laughs> and it's, it, it ran its course really quick for me, and I'm like, okay. So, yeah, I just, but yeah, uh, other, other than that, I mean, I guess some shows are cool that like that are trendy, but yeah, typical. I try to, I try to like do things and and have things that you know are more under low key. Sitting through an entire Hall of Fame ceremony seems like torture to you, like having to watch it. Right? It really does. That, that might be. I've actually heard from other people that it's torture. Like, oh my gosh, like that, <laughs> that. I mean, oh. Yes. I mean, I'm sure like, here's it. I'm sure it's exciting for the people getting the jacket. Of course. But can you imagine just the people sitting in the crowd? First of all, I, as a fan, I'm not really a big fan of stuff. Like, you know, it's like, I, my hat's off to people that go and sit three hours at a football game. I'm like, that's right. a long time. Right. Right. Can you imagine sitting in the crowd with no real connection to anybody getting, uh, getting rewarded at, at right. anything? Happen to listen to like three hours of speeches and like the blazing <laughs> hot sun. Doesn't that sound miserable? Wait, wait. I did it last year because Baselli is a friend. I, I only oh. went for Tony Baselli, but I had to sit through Dick Vermeil's speech. It was oh, like boy. two and a half hours long. 
I, I have a solution for you. This is what I, if you don't get in this year, hopefully you get in or hopefully you don't. I don't oh, even know what you're hoping. Bill. I don't he's know what you're good. hoping for, but if you don't, this is what I'm thinking. Next year, just come back for a game and then you'll be ineligible for like another five years and then just keep putting it off <laughs> over and over again. Solid, right? That's yeah. not, I mean, like a long snapper. You I never have to snap. deal with so it. Anybody, if anybody needs a long snapper. <laughs> no, but Alan, I'm thinking this might, well, no. Yeah, the year you want to get in is the year Brady goes in because everyone will be there for Brady. You won't have to deal with anyone, you know? That's, It'll be that's extra, crowded, extra crowded. Extra crowded, though. Extra crowded. Like, yeah, because yeah. I I, I was actually, you know, the year that they skip it, that's, you know, <laughs> <laughs> they voted already, right? Like this can't keep yeah. you out of the whole thing. <laughs> I'm like, can we just, can we just have the party without the sitting and having a speech? Dude? Uh, this is great. <laughs> uh, so I love that attitude because in your mind, you are a hall of famer and you don't need a jacket or a ceremony to validate it. Yeah, right? I mean, listen, as, as someone who's been rejected from the hall of fame twice, already, <laughs> uh, I can tell you, it doesn't feel good. Right. It, right. There's, you know, Cause it's just like, just like anything, whether you really care or don't care, or whether, whether you know, it's, I should say not care or don't care. It's whether, you know, it's going to, you know, change your life or not change your life, depending on, you know, what your philosophy and values are, right? Uh, there's still that sense of rejection, right? Like, you know, it's like the kid that doesn't get picked for the basketball team. He's going to pretend, ah, crap, I don't like basketball, but he really likes basketball. Um, so, yeah, there's a sense of rejection that sucks. But, again, at the end of the day, that's not where I find my identity. Um, right. And, you know, I didn't, you know, I didn't retire, you know, and say, well, crap. You know, hopefully in five years from now, you know, if I don't make the Hall of Fame, then my career is worthless. Um, I mean, at some point, again, in or out, you can never take away what I did. You know, I, I left my game, this game with my head held high. I got to play it on my terms. Um, I gave this game everything I had. This game was great to me. Love football. Uh, Hall of Fame is fantastic. But again, it's just, you know, I'm not going to sit here and, and, and let that be a deciding factor because, again, I, I know why I played. I've accomplished those goals. Do I think I belong in the Hall of Fame at some point? Yes. Is what it is. If it doesn't happen, I'll be just fine. Uh, you were the rare guy where I'm going to say good luck on not getting into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I'd, I'd love for you to get in, and the week of the induction, you're looking for like random games of uh, of curling, just so you're like, I can't. I have a tournament. I can't. Uh, it's all exciting. Even like I said, even the Ring of Honor was like. Because you never get to enjoy it until like until the, the pomp is over, right? And then right. you get to sit down and be with the people you want, right. and you're just like, oh my goodness! It's sometimes it is a hassle because of all the planning and all that stuff that goes into it. I mean, just just even sitting around, you're just trying to figure out logistics of like, are kids coming or not coming? You're just stressed, and you're like, oh my gosh, just like yeah, I, ah, sounds like girl. you're planning a wedding. <laughs> it does. That's what you feel like. You and then and then if you, and then you know again speaking from experience, when you don't get in. You feel like the bridesmaid. You're like, ah. Right. Like, left at the altar again. Yes, left at the altar again. Or Orlovsky introduce him, you mean, right? Yeah, that's what I mean. Have yeah. Orlovsky introduce him at the at That'd be the great. Thing. You should just make a mockery of the entire thing, Alan. Yeah. But from but from the crowd. Have him have him introduce me from the crowd. Like not yes. in the wrong spot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> from out of bounds. <laughs> <laughs> pull, pull a TO, pull a TO and just be a man. Of the people, right? I'm a man of the people. I'm, just, I'm gonna go to my college. All right, man. Hey, we really enjoyed this. Good luck, I think. I, I don't know, but uh... oh, absolutely. You know what's wrong? I you know, I love to laugh and joke about it, but it'll be a, it'll be a special day when yeah. and if it happens. Uh, but again, I just I try to take things as they come. And the reality is, you got, I have zero control over it. Sure. So it is what it is. 
You have a great attitude, man. Uh, we appreciate the time. Good luck to you. I know it means something to you. So good luck to you. And uh, listen, we'll let you know if you get in. And if we have to reach out to Bulger to let him know, we'll let him know. <laughs> but we'll find you, okay? Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Have a good one.